Your future, your choice. A podcast with EKC Group across Kent with Numi Gildert. Welcome to the EKC Group podcast series. If you missed our GCSE surgeries before and on GCSE results night, you can catch up now on this episode where we cover all of your options for the future and life at college. We're getting you ready for results day tomorrow. I'm joined in the studio by Rochelle Darcy, who's a community and schools liaison manager at EKC Group, and Alexander Syrachuk, deputy principal at Ashford College. So, Alexandra, for people that maybe haven't heard of a T-level before, how would you describe them in a nutshell? So T-levels are technical qualifications. Uh, So whereas an A-level that everybody knows about is academic and very much theoretical, uh, classroom-based, lots of research, lots of, you know, literature to look at and, you know, research to do, T-levels are technical. So actually, yes, you are learning specifically about an industry sector, um, but they're employer-linked. So you will actually be using your skills practically as well and learning that trade or that industry as you're going through your T-level. One of the key things about T-levels is that they have uh, really long work placements and they also have employer projects that are linked into um, the assessment as part of the course. So they're a two-year course um, and we link with various employers that are in that specific industry or sector. Uh, Our tutors obviously are really excited about T-levels because they're industry specialists. They often have industry background um, themselves from various different places. So they're really, really excited that this is really industry linked um, and they can't wait to get cracking on them. Some of our colleges have run T-levels for the first time over the last 12 months. Um, so those students, you know, are halfway through. Um, at Ashford, for example, our start this September. So uh, we have three starting this September. We've got um, business management and support. Uh, we have digital design, development and production. And also we have um, early years educator. And then from next September, so from 2023 onwards, we'll be doing engineering, which is really exciting. So that's in development at the moment. But we're really linked with um, employers and, you know, those work placements are really, really key. So it's about looking at industry standards, industry values right from the beginning and then throughout the course as well. You've been getting in touch with us over text and on socials. We've had this voice note in from Ben in Maidstone. I'm going to play it to you now. If I don't get the GCSE results I want tomorrow, what are my options? So I'm going to ask Rochelle first, what would you advice would you have for that question? Ultimately, with the colleges, it doesn't matter what your results are. There is always an option for you. I just encourage you to come and have a chat with us, see what options are available. If you've been, if you have lived 16 years and gone to school, then you can go to college. It might just take you a little bit longer. The route might be a bit longer, but you can always end up where you want to be at the end of that. And Alexandra? I think, yeah, I would echo that. I mean... You know, it might be a longer way around to university or to employment than what you were thinking you might have, uh, depending on the outcome of your results tomorrow. But there is always something for you. Um, it might be that we change the level. So you may start on a level one or a level two before progressing on to level three. Um, but ultimately, if you stay with us, you can stay with us for sort of two or three years um, and complete your level three, then we will get you to that university place that you would like, or we will get you in 
into that employment that you would like. Uh, we were mentioning T-levels earlier. Obviously, we've got really good links with employers for those, but we have a really wide range of employer links for all of our courses, right the way through from level one upwards. Um, so, you know, as Rochelle said, there is there is nothing that can't be sorted out. Come and see us. Come and talk to us. There will be something for you. But education is just a small part of college life, right? Yeah, absolutely. So... Yeah. It's a lot of um, a lot of things you can get involved with. It's a little less regimented than school. So what can what can people get stuck into when they go to college? Uh, yeah, so all of our pathways have got student reps for their pathway as well. So we have kind of really active. Um, student officers and almost like a student council so there's officers like the LGBT society the environmental society really making those differences in the colleges which can be really fun we do trips as well as part of our students union they went paintballing the other week they ended up at comic con as well um, and they go up to blue water and lakeside and things like that as well so there's things outside of just going to lessons which is really fun are there like clubs and activities as well from day to day during the week sports yeah so yeah during the lunch times there's lots of clubs that get involved with and you can start up your own club any club any society find it interesting just go and speak to a student union rep or your student experience officer and they will help you set something up as well what is the most random club you've heard of oh, so far I'm throwing question. you I'm putting you really oh. on the spot <laughs> <laughs> oh so much pressure um I think there was one really specifically about Lego yeah yeah not even not the technical Lego kind of basic Lego but the stuff they put was amazing like, it was huge. <laughs> they had to break it up every week and it made me really sad. <laughs> but they kept coming back to rebuild. So yeah, Lego Club as well. Amazing. And you can you can build any club that you want. So yep. Pokemon Society, Cats, anything <laughs> like that. What other qualification options are available for people post-GCSE? I think it's there's such a lot of options out there. And I think it's really important for a young person who isn't sure to go and speak to their local college, get some really good advice. It depends whether they want to learn purely as a subject or whether they want to learn in conjunction with working. So the T-level offers them an, an option to do that with work. But equally, there are so many subjects now that they can study at A-level or at BTEC. Both of those take them to university should they want to do that. Paris, I want to talk to you because you're, you're our current student. Yes. I want to get your perspective. So... First of all, how did you do when you got your GCSEs and what are you doing now? Um, I did pretty terribly, to be honest, with my GCSEs, but I'm doing performing arts. I'm doing really bad at, bad at it. And did you find that there was uh, different options for you to study that rather than maybe like choosing A-levels, you picked this as a, as a cohesive course? Oh yeah, definitely. I, had, um, I went on the website for Canterbury and there were different courses to pick from and I chose performing arts to do. And how was it so far, first year in? Fun. Yeah. Yeah. What's your favourite thing? Acting, dancing and singing. So basically every part Everything. of performing. Yeah. <laughs> so all far, tick, tick, tick. So we talked a little bit earlier about all the options available for students post-GCSEs and a lot of it kind of boils down to environment and sixth form versus college and a lot of people want to know what the differences are between those. So from like an academic point of view, Suzanne, what are those key differences? I mean, there are real positives to both for, for sure and I think that's the real key to getting good independent advice and guidance. For sixth form, for many young people that will feel like a familiar and quite safe environment it might even be part of their current school and it will offer them quite a traditional choice of subjects which is really really good for certain 
young people that are trying to decide right at this moment. I think college probably offers a much wider choice of course, a much more diverse set of subjects. Even our own A-level offer, we've tried to widen a bit with things like classics, environmental science and criminology, which is always a big favourite. I think college is an adult environment, but it's also the teachers are industry pros and I think students get a lot from that. And they get a lot from working in state-of-the-art industry-type environments. It's difficult for sixth forms to recreate that, and it's difficult for um, some students to work in a bigger space like that, so sixth form might be better for them. I think it's really important to look at both and get into the buildings and see which one makes you feel comfortable. And Holly, you are a student experiences officer in a college, but you did go to sixth form when you were studying. So from like a student experience point of view, so aside from the academics, what are the key differences that you would say? Yeah, so um, I've obviously had a bit of experience in both and it's something that um, I like to look at quite a lot. Um, So um, student experience was definitely um, something that was focused on in my sixth form. Um, Because sixth form is a little bit more structured than college, um, it was more focused on things like after school clubs. And uh, I remember we had a student council, but it was very focused on the academic side of things. So something I've noticed since working in a college is that student experience is like this really big thing that loads of students get involved with. And it's really about the... Uh, the fun that you have outside of your lessons because um, you're in lessons for less of the week. You're in lessons for like two and a half days. And so um, you've got more time around to uh, join clubs, join committees. Uh, We can run full day trips, full events, that kind of thing. And our student council is really based around um, things like making sure students get equal opportunities um, and running activities throughout the year. Um, something that I think is um, big in both sixth form and college is mental health support. We have a full wellbeing centre dedicated to student mental health, which I think is really, really important to um, student experience. So Suzanne, how would you describe in a nutshell a T-level and how do they work? T-levels are the most exciting qualification to do at the moment. They have been designed by industry professionals across the whole country, in all of the sectors. The funding that's available to buy really, really impressive kit that's industry standard, that's better than than many local industries and many universities. Students get to use that every day, not just once a term. I think the idea that they can work with an employer that's really focused on growing their skills and knowledge, that's something that they take with them after they've got the qualification. It gives them the head start when they're going to get their job, when they're doing their first kind of interviews and when they're trying to get onto the next rung. And if they don't want to go straight into industry, it really helps them with their university application. It's just like three A-levels. It's exactly the same equivalent. It just gives them the extra work element as well. It really clicked to me last night. Alexandra described it is A-levels are academic levels and T-levels are technical levels. And as soon as she said that, I was like, oh, I get it. It makes sense now. Uh, So we talked a little bit about how uh, there is a placement associated with T-levels. You're working with employers. So how does that help with employability? You touched a little bit on it there. They're very subject sector specific. So it's not a general work experience placement. It is absolutely intrinsic to the course. So if you're doing a digital T-level, you will be placed with a digital um, house, digital design house, digital uh, broadcast house, whichever pathway you're doing. They will then work with your tutor on what units you're doing and it will all kind of dovetail in so that the experience you get in the classroom is then mirrored with what you're doing when you go to your work placement. So it's not an add-on, it's absolutely part of that learning journey. 
on that T level and it's all part of the content that they need to do. We've had a voice note in from Sam in Tunbridge Wells. Here's his question. If I change my mind halfway through a course, can I choose another course? So I'm going to ask that to Suzanne first. Don't panic. That's definitely the first thing that I would say. Changing your mind even has a term. It's called right choice period. So when you start your course, if you start to feel like you've made the wrong choice, tell your teacher as soon as you can. Tell them that you're not enjoying it. They will support you. There will be no judgment. There will be only support to get you onto a course that you're enjoying. Perhaps you need to do a taster on a couple of other subjects, a couple of other courses to really find the one that's right for you. It's, it's something that 16-year-olds do all the time and we do throughout our adult lives. We understand that it's hard to make that massive decision when you've just left school or when you're returning to education. It's fine, there's a process, we'll get you on the right course. And Holly, from a kind of student experience point of view, what support is there for students maybe if they're struggling with their course? So there are so, so many people you can talk to. Um, the first one that I don't think people really think about is that um, all schools, have, um, all sixth forms and colleges have um, advice and guidance teams. And these are not just for career advice. You can talk to them about absolutely anything, including what to do about your course. So if you're not sure what you want to do, then that's totally fine. Um, every department will have a mentor as well, someone that you can go and talk to who is an expert in this kind of stuff. Um from a more social point of view, you can speak to your peers in a student's union or a student's council if you're at a sixth form. Um, and so they might be able to give you some advice and what course to change to and kind of how to do it. And of course, the obvious answer is you can just go and talk to your tutor. Um, all of the staff will be really, really supportive and help you change courses. So we've talked about T-levels, we've yeah. talked about A-levels, we've talked about B-techs, but another option post-GCSE is apprenticeships, which is like your... My forte. Your forte. So what are the key benefits of an apprenticeship? With an apprenticeship, it is mainly the you work, you're earning, work while you earn while you learn, like I said before. Um, it's a good opportunity to learn on the job. You're coming to college one day, two days a week, potentially even once a month. You're getting good experience in the workplace as well as having somebody teaching you in a classroom environment. And how do you get into them? So if it's something that maybe you're thinking about, how do you approach getting an apprenticeship? So there are many different ways that you can look at getting an apprenticeship. There's the government sites, find an apprenticeship. It's as easy as going to a local employer nearby, seeing if they're looking to take you on as an apprentice. We, as a department within the college, we can look at making an apprenticeship happen. We can put you in touch with people that are looking. We can make an apprenticeship happen for you as well. And what results do you need to get into an apprenticeship? So for the results, GCSE-wise, you'd need either a four or a C in maths and English. It's not a problem if you don't have them, though. We are able to do assessments, see what levels you're working at, and we're able to either put you through functional skills to get you to where you need to be. So what's it been like today and this week on campus? So today in particular, it was like a mixture of emotions because you've got good results and bad results. So for people who don't know about the results or haven't got them yet, uh, when you go to go see your tutor for your enrolment, they talk about what options you have or if they can give you a conditional offer and so on. And has there been some celebrations on campus? A lot actually, because only they're only doing it by email apparently. So... When they come to college, they get their email at, college, at the college or colleges and they're just like, happy. And there are lots of people like jumping in the air, 
Because it used to be in the olden days, you yeah. had them on a piece of paper yeah. and you do the jump in the air for the local paper. Are people doing that with their phones now or is um, it doesn't really translate? I don't think so. There was this one girl near the near P block in, in my college and she was just really happy. She was shouting and blaring. Oh, yeah. amazing. We've also got Ellie on the phone who's celebrating. Hi. Tell me your story. So when I was younger... Um, I, I focused on my GCSEs as best as I could. My home life, it wasn't great. And I didn't do terribly on my GCSEs at all. Um, but I just did everything to just get out of the house to carry on with my education. So it kind of took a back seat. Um, and I met with my partner. Um, my partner's a wonderful person. He was really encouraging. And I went back to college. I actually went to Canterbury College. Oh, amazing. Um, and, yeah, um, I, I was the first year to do their level three access to veterinary sciences and zoology. So I applied myself. I, I've got two small children as well, so it wasn't easy. Um, but they were incredibly supportive and I got straight distinctions and I'm now applying for my veterinary medicine degree. So I'm actually hoping to go off and be a vet. Amazing! <laughs> Congratulations! <laughs> Thank you so much. We have had so much great advice, learnt so much today and also taken a moment to celebrate everybody's achievements. But I'm going to ask everybody in the studio, what is your one piece of advice for students on the next step in their educational journey? You only live once, so just do it. Wherever you go on to next, just make sure you get involved with as many things as possible. Enjoy the moment, enjoy your achievement. The right course is out there for you. Do what you love and what you're good at. It's your future and your choice. That was our catch-up episode for the Hitlist GCSE Surgery with EKC Group. If you missed any of the episodes in our podcast series, you can check them out at kmfm.co.uk. Your future, your choice. A podcast with EKC Group across Kent with Numi Gildert.